0: Sam Roberts at Goldington Road uh, in a rather rain-soaked July, but it is July and uh, a brand new season in front of us. I'm delighted to be joined by Mike Rea. Mike, before we delve into the delights of the next twelve months, let's look at the last twelve months. How would you view it out of ten? If you were giving yourself a, a score out of ten, what would you what would you
1: sort of credit yourself with? Credit kind of the lads with with the uh, with the score, really. not not so much myself. Um, yeah, it was uh, probably. Like in terms of effort um, and desire and desperation to, to get to the final, you know, 10, but obviously um, we weren't quite good enough over the two legs. And um, so, from that perspective, um, you know, it's probably about an 8, really. Um, and and we've, we, we desperately need to, or we're, we're desperately hoping to, to go that, you know, um, to the next level. And uh, we've been close, been close the last three years, uh, three semi finals. Um, but but closer than ever last year. Um, <clears throat> but you know, what I will say is uh, the first part of the season, the stage one of the season. I thought we were we were excellent at times. Um, we didn't play particularly fantastically well as we have done in the past uh, through other seasons. But we we found a way to win games, and and that's that's really pleasing. We had a lot of um, desire and tenacity about us, um, and then we sort of. Um, you know managed our way through the um through the playoffs particularly well as well and to top our group was a, was a was a great achievement um and we couldn't have done any more than that and obviously then you come down to knockout rugby and um obviously the rain scuppered probably scuppered our chances a little bit um on that, on our home leg but you know that second half against London Welsh down there um will live long in a memory it's probably one the best 40 minutes of rugby I think any Bedford side has produced since, since I've been here.
0: It must be pretty difficult to, to swallow this sort of
1: bridesmaid's tax. We,
0: we've we lost again to the team that have been promoted, more than them, a little bit later, but we lost again. And is there any danger that it becomes a little bit of a, a psychological thing to a certain extent?
1: Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, you can't can hide from that fact. But um, I think we, we've, you know, as coaches, we, we've got to be um, a bit more practical than that, um, a bit more objective. Um, Look at the reasons why we did it, um, and and we've done that. You know, two months ago we sat down and reviewed the season, reviewed areas where we need to improve upon, um, and um, hopefully come up with a master plan to to go. Okay, again, it's it'll be slightly different again next year's going to be or next season rather. It's going to be probably even harder. Um, there's only top four, um, so therefore sides in the past probably have. Once they qualify for top eight, they've taken their eye off the ball and, and rested a few players, and that's where we've been quite good. We've actually kept going to the end and kept beating sides who perhaps, you know, relaxed a little bit. So that won't be the case this year. Um, it's going to be a pretty full-on season, and um, and obviously we want to we want to make an impression in the British and Irish Cup, which, you know, I hold my hand up to last year. We got we got wrong really in the end, giving out, giving out ourselves a a good start we should have been in the quarter finals without question and um you know i i pulled my hand up to that I, I i got that a little bit wrong and um with a view to perhaps blooding up a few future many players all at once but um you know hopefully we'll we'll see some benefits of that with some guys who have played in them games coming through this season um so yeah we're we're keen to keen to kick on in that competition and i guess be tangible that's what we're after silverware you know whatever's at the end of it i'm not too fussed whether it's promotion or you know, can't go anywhere in a British Lions Cup, I know, but you know, we're desperate to finish with something tangible. And, um, yeah, we're going to all go home next summer and have a
0: nice break. That brings us neatly into uh, looking ahead. And before we do that, just let's have a look at what's happened over the last two months because it's been a busy time off the field for the Championship. How do you view what's happened, perhaps most pertinently for Bedford Blues? How do you view... Um, what's happened with London Welsh and how how it might affect things going forward for, for the Championship.
1: Well, I think it gives everyone a little bit of hope, doesn't it? I mean, um, criteria is unrealistic. Everyone knew that, but nobody was able to challenge it. And um, I guess London Welsh have done that on behalf of um, us Cornish Pirates, Nottingham, etc., etc. So, cetera. Um, and they've taken their rightful place in the Premiership. And uh, I'm so glad it's happened. Um, you know, we've got to break up this cartel. we got three shareholders of the Premiership in our division this year. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, it's only right and just what they've done. And, you know, there's a glimmer of hope for, for all concerned out of that. Um, how we go about that, I guess, that's the master plan that um, the board will have to come up with. But um, luckily, it won't, it won't change our approach. You know, I'm desperate to win something. Um, and, um, you know, all the players are. There's um, 23 players from last year who are still hurting. Um and we kinda gotta use that, that bit of motivation. Um look I I guess that's the bit that, that, that um stays off the off the complacency. Um you know we we've it's a slightly different format next year. You know, there's more you know, I think the British nice Cup is a more attractive competition, the way they've been structured. We actually know who we're playing and, <laughs> and how we can get the quarter final. Um so that's revolutionary probably, that. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's become a bit more clear how how the competition is um and I, and, I, and that's a that 's a step forward um you know but it's, it's going to be a tough year financially off the off the pitch for the club um you know thankfully i've i 've got to a point with the squad um fairly early on i was what well, i was happy with but obviously we 're losing two games next year, so you know financially it's it 's going to be a it's going to be a, a tough year for us um and so we 've got to try and make every effort we can to get in you know a semi final um and the knockout stages of the you know, semi-final of the Championship and, and knockout stages of the British and Irish Cup. Um, otherwise, we, you know, we, we could be in for a rough ride, but, you know, that's the same for everybody, and um, the RFU's got to continue to look at this and and fund it appropriately, because you know, there's a few clubs sailed close to the wind last year. I think there'll be even more this year. Um, but moving aside of the, the politics, rugby-wise, um, we've said we chatted as coaches. I think there's a degree of determination amongst the players to, to go again. I mean, obviously, we... We set set a goal last year of the next step, and we fell just a bit short of that, um, which is disappointing when you don't hit your goals. Um, but um, we've got to reassess, and um, you know, without repeating what we tried to do last year and the next step and all that, we, you know, we've got to maintain our focus and, and maintain our consistency, but but bring something else as well. I think we've got to, we've got to freshen things up, and we've done that with five, I think, five quality signings. Um, and a new fitness coach, which which is great. He's gone in and stuck into the lads and um, you know they've all rocked up in pretty good shape. So it's a
0: good start. Brings us neatly on to talking about the squad. You must be very pleased to have held on to that nucleus of a of a team that you know, take nothing away from it, finished second in the league, won its playoff pool, as you say, performed very well. And then adding to that with some with some some key names as well and I suppose that's always interesting and always useful because something new, somebody new coming into a squad brings something fresh and you must be very keen to see how those guys develop and, and, and take to the team as well as the team take to them.
1: Yeah, look, we, we, you know, we brought in a um, you know, guy, guy full of experience and a quality player in Ben Gulliver in the second row which I thought was an area we, we needed strengthening and I certainly think he's going to do that. Um, and then we brought some, some younger guys in really. Um, obviously Darren Fern's come in. Um, and Tom Tom Arms up front, and they're desperately keen to play. You know they they've probably sat on the bench a bit too much in their respective Premiership clubs, and they're raw um, and eager to make an impression. And I think getting that that balance of youth and experience is um, is key. I think um, you know guys like Toops and and Brendan and Pritch, you know behind the scrum Vassy, you know they can they can shape our game. Um, but it's important you have that them enthusiastic youngsters to. To drag the old boys along, um, I've mean, not said that in training at the moment. It's the old boys who are setting the standards really, and um, you know can't speak highly enough for their attitude in that. But if you look at the pack, you know Darren Fox, Tom Arms, you know um, Sasha Ha. These guys have been around the block, and Tom's going to learn a lot off these guys, and um, they're going to they're going to feed off his enthusiasm, similarly with Darren now. Um, you know him and him and Ricky to be interesting battle because uh, we didn't see a lot of Ricky last year. Um, I got big things expected of him as well. So there's great competition there and obviously having um you know Hein Jin Q here as well to to, to, to help him. I think he, he he could um he could come on leaps and bounds. And then behind the scrum we've got Jimmy Stevenson who, who I, I I really like the look of. Um we've had some great wingers here in the past. He's got a lot to live up to. But all the signs and training now I think he's gonna be um he's gonna be a a great signing for us. Um and then Mark Atkinson, um you know Probably, you're gonna have to cover at ten at some stage. Him and Vassi you're gonna to have to cover ten. Um, but we're looking at looking at him as a twelve as well. And uh, from what we've seen in training so that all very briefly, he talks well um, and he's a good operator at twelve. And if you can play that a little bit wider off twelve with a ball player there, um, I think um, that'll only benefit the people on the edges, uh, the wings and fullbacks. Um, and we know what talent we got there. So um, yeah, all in all, um, you know, again two youngsters coming in behind the scrum with plenty to prove and are keen to make their mark. They've settled in well and uh, hopefully um, they'll keep pushing through through pre- pre-season now.
0: Looks a fantastic squad, but on top of that, you've been handed the added bonus of, of Saracens, um, again, strengthening their their relationship with us. Um, talk to us about how you see it, uh, some confusion through through people sort of suggesting that, you know, these because of last year, I suppose it was very difficult with, with the way that Saracens operated with the World Cup the injuries that they had, we, we we some people looking from the outside may suggest that we didn't we didn't get as much as we could have done out of our DRs. How do you how tell us how what you think that relationship with Saracens is and,
1: and, and how it will work for us? Well like first and foremost it's it's not just about having players, it's it's about, you know, sharing ideas. Um, you know Back end of last season, we had a um, a contact session and a defense session with Paul Gustard and, and alex sanderson and and it was a, it was a great session we we went down there the, the lads really enjoyed it got, got a lot out of it so it was about a sharing ideas you know helping hand um, both ways because you know we obviously we some boys needed game time we lent them in for their Salisons, uh for the storm the a, the a league game so so some of the lads got some exposure there as well. Some have played sevens, you know. So it's not just about on the field. Um, it's one of the key parts, obviously. And you know, we didn't, we didn't get as much lash as we did the year before. But that's probably because we had done our job too well the year before. You know, when we think of Jackson, Ray, James, Short, all these lads kicked onto first team, and that's why, of course you. Yeah, that's what you want. You know, Duncan Taylor the same. You know, he made such a mark down there that that he was very much part of their. You know, twenty three, twenty four players. So he was very close to 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 the to the senior um, senior squad setup. You know and obviously we announced a lot of players this year. You know, the reality is, um Jackson, Will Fraser, George Crew, you know, all 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 of kind of household names if you like, we may not get massive access to them. But the fact is they're still twenty under twenty-three, we can still due register them. And if they're injured and you know, they're not involved in the first team, there's a chance they could become available to us. But you know, for sure, you know, guys like Ben Ransom, um, Luke Baldwin, um, Scott Sperling especially, you know, we'll be we'll touch wood. We'll see. We'll see plenty of them, and um, you know, I've got my twenty-eight, twenty-nine players now, plus another three. We're up to around about the thirty mark, which is which is I'm, I'm very comfortable with that. Um, and there's other lads down there that um, that we've talked about. That um, you know, uh, if the time is right, as and when, or um, you know, if we do get a few injuries, you know, I can pick the phone up and they'll they'll come and help us. I mean. Um, you know, it can't be any more supportive. That's all I can say. And 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 it's a two-way thing. Um, you know, someone like Ali Price this year might get exposure in in uh, Saracen Storm. You know, the fact we getting Luke Baldwin, you know, Ali can get some exposure done there. So he's not he's not twiddling his thumbs if he's you know because he's probably he he's realises he's his third choice at the moment. Um, but it's important the young guy gets some chance, and he will be getting that through Saracen Storm as well. And then on Josh is going to be going down there training over the summer. Um, as they keep tabs on him,
0: is it disruptive at all in any shape, or is it something that needs management, careful management, having a group of players available to you at, at a different time and, and different things, and not wanting to upset those that obviously are, are doing well and and, and and are down here. Is that is there any part of that? That's one of the questions that has has been put to me. Um,
1: yeah, look, but I've been here. It's my going to my eighth season now. Um, I had two years of it at Cardiff on a slimmer situation, so I know all the pitfalls and the. Um, and and Saracens know exactly where I am coming from. Um, the lads have to come and train here and earn mm-hmm. their spot. There's no no two ways about that. And um, you know, uh, the biggest part of pre-season is getting these lads down here. We you know obviously they're training with Saracens at the moment, but they will be coming in. You know, pre-season camp, etc. You know, the guys who, who I've just spoken hopefully will be available for the, for the pre-season camp, and that's the plan at the moment. Um, uh, and then they will they will have you know. A few games to to um, show their worth and, and and hopefully claim their spot because um, you know as I said I got a, I got I got twenty eight twenty nine quality players here at this moment in time plus a couple of trialists who we're all busting their gut to get to play that first game against Mosley so um, yeah they, they, they know the score um, I, the important thing from a player development point of view is all these guys we've had here f- from Saracens have um, have really bought into it we, we've had no issues with you know it must be t- tough for them to train all day especially on a Tuesday not so much later in the week cuz they, they probably ease off a little bit in their training but you know jump in a car after a full day's training Thursday and, and drive up to Bedford and then and then face you know um myself and Angie barking at them um probably a little bit daunting but they've all taken it um you know unbelievably well very professionally um and and you know there's been some real success stories with with them actually playing and in 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 our league program here so um, yeah, I, I think you know we kind of set our stall out with Saracens a couple of years ago. They know exactly where we're coming from, and they, you know they're under no illusions. If their if their players can't get in our team, they certainly ain't going to get in the Saracens team. And that's why they, you know, it's it's not like they they've been put out to pasture here. They, they you know Richard Hill comes and watches Moses Row, Louis come and watch them. So they're not hung out to dry at Bedford. You know they monitor, you know they get they get tracked through um, the DVDs as well. So. You know, there's, there's, there's support, support mechanisms in place for them um, from Saracens to make sure they don't feel, um, feel left out on a limb. Back to this season
0: and, and looking ahead, a formidable squad, but then also it looks a pretty formidable league. You mentioned it earlier, mm. Bristol, Leeds, Newcastle. These are names that uh, are usually in the, uh, in, in the, in the top flight and, and are down with us and there's going to be some tough places to go. Of course, the usual championship difficulties of of Cornish Pirates and Nottingham and, and places like that. Do you feel um, that your approach will change vastly, or will it always be pretty similar to the way that you've done it before?
1: First of all, I, I couldn't agree more in terms of the the strength of the league. Um, it, it, it is, and we'll get better and better every year. Um, you know, there, there, there are some some good players being produced all over the country. Um, there's a lot a lot of talent beneath um, our divisions, which we go looking in, because um, Marks and Spencers is, is uh, not quite in our reach, so <laughs> we have to um, go to the local co-op. Um, but there are a huge amount of talent in England. You know, staggered by it year on year. Um, you know, you're watching some county championship games, um, or if it's Ben Whetstone going across to watch, um, you know, uh, sort of um, Division Two South or whatever it is. You know, there, there's some good rugby players there. So it's about unearthing an them, um, and a knock-on effect of that is, you know. There's some good young players at the top level, so there's surplus around. So, you know, there's lots of players looking for clubs, even now, you know, quality, quality players. So, they will drop the championship and perhaps seek a, a career outside of rugby. Um, so, that makes our division, you know, all the stronger for it. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I, I have no doubt um, it's going to be tough. It. But as far as our approach is concerned, nothing changes too much. Um, we, we recruit a certain type of player. Um, who, let's face it, no hidden secrets here, who like like the ball in their hand. Um, Players come here from other sides. They see, you know, three and a half thousand people here we are passionate about about their their team Um, and the town is passionate about their team. Um, You know, we play a good brand of rugby. Um, uh, And, and, you know, at the end of the day, the guys work so hard during the week. Um, I wanted to come and play with a smile on the face on a Saturday. That's the reward, you know. Um, I and mean, we're not going to win every game. We, we understand that. But it, you know, if we got good intent about ourselves, um, um, we'll die trying. You know, we we will give it our best shot um, and and give our all for the for the club, really, and, and and for the changing room. I think there's a unique spirit in this in this changing room that's been generated over a few years. Um, so. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's no 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 different from us. There might be different, different twinges. You know, there's different trends in the game. We know we all watch Super Fifteen. You know, the internationals over the summer throw up a few things that we all look at and, and and perhaps try. And you know, we we obviously got different players with different attributes we're, we're bringing in. So we, you know, we might be able to play slightly slightly different. Um, so, but that that'll evolve and 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 come over. You know, happen over a season again. For us is. It's important we get off to a good start, um, but for us, we're always playing catch up because the number of sessions we actually get get to have with the lads is only sort of three rugby sessions a week. So again, we, you know, we probably won't hit our straps till later in the season. Um, but you know, the important thing is we, we qualify for top four, and and we're we're ready to go um, with a picture of that second half in London Welsh in our minds very firmly. Final thing,
0: it. Looks as though it's going to be a pretty special squad and a pretty special year. But as you've mentioned, one or two less fixtures. So I suppose the message must be for the fans: get here as much as you possibly can. Make make the most of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think I think you know the chairman's done his bit in allowing me to sign these players. Um, in terms of the budget, you know, a little bit less than last year, but I've managed to secure some quality signings. Um, you know, and it's right that we you know we have to look after our our pennies. Um, but, yeah, you know we need all the support we can get for us to continue to to um produce what we 're producing um you know it takes a lot a lot of support staff off the pitch as well um to get these guys right um and you know you've got to have um you know, you've got to have the tools to do the job and and, and i think i think touchwood we've we've done well, but they need all the encouragement and help and you know we're've we've, we've averaged round about two eight the last few seasons. If we can get up over three, you know, it, it it will make life life a lot easier. Cause, you know, in terms of cash flow, losing two games to us is is, is a huge huge chunk of money. Cause, um, unlike other clubs who only have you know, between nine hundred and thirteen hundred people through the turnstiles, you know, for us to lose a two and a half thousand three thousand gate is um, is an incredible amount of money to to try and compensate for. But, um, you know, if we can get get the message out there that that you know we'll be going for it again. Um and, and bring a friend along because we got some 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 good fixtures. Let you know the ladies' days. You know, bringing a new un- new unique jersey out for the British and Irish Cup will which will which will um, which is quite exciting. Which will go go for Ladies' Day as well, but that'll be for sale across the course of the season. And we've got a new jersey coming out for the um, the Movember game as well, uh, which will, which will tie in with help the heroes and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's all. Um, it, it's all. It's all sort of exciting. There's lots of stuff going on behind the scenes, not least the band dance this evening, um, and I'm sure um, actually we might get a few injuries off the rodeo bull, but uh, <laughs> we have got the physios coming in, so we um, should have uh, people on standby for that. Um, but yeah, you know, it's know um, yeah, the mar the marquee. We've got we've obviously got the um, uh, x amount of licenses back for the marquee, so hopefully that will pick up a bit of business. Um, it's still a great venue, great spot to to, to have um, a big function. Um, everyone's trying their hardest. That's all I can say. You know, there's lots of work going on off the scenes. You know, facilities, etc. We're trying to improve um, bit by bit. Um, so um, yeah, well, I'm 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 looking forward to it. Massively looking forward to it, and uh, and I know the players are. We've got a great pre-season lined up down in just south of um, Bordeaux and Sal, where the where the juniors have been um, going there for thirty odd years. Um, so that's a nice little link up for us. Uh, we've got a bit of a training game against Po down there. So. I'll be interested. So we'll have to take a, again, taking a lot of medical staff down for that one. <laughs> um, but hopefully we'll come through um, unscathed from that. And um, you know we've got Saracens coming here and and Cardiff coming here. Which I think are two great pre-season games to look forward to as well.
0: Well, without further ado, I suppose good luck. Um, I hope, hope the ball bounces our way, and um, I hope it proves to be another great Bedford Blue season. Thanks for your time, Mike. Cheers, Sam.